Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor, Podium. Whispering Loudly is a workshop whisperer podcast. Hello, I'm producer Mel and today is a performance hub episode. Before we get into it, we really want you to go to your Facebook and uh, search your profitable auto repair shop. Find us there. It's our closed Facebook group. So you'll get uh, lots of learnings there from Rachel and Coach Dean and workshop owners, auto repair shop owners from all around the globe go there and talk to other auto repair shop owners about the problems they're having and get results and solutions. And the good thing about it is it's closed so everyone can't see it. So check that out. We're going to get into Performance Hub next with Coach Dean Evans. It's called Culture Kings. Welcome to Performance Hub with Dean Evans. Welcome back to another episode of Performance Hub with Coach Dean. We haven't seen him for a while. It's nice to have you back, Dean. It's always fun to be on the podcast. (laughs) Hello, Dean. Uh, It is great to have you on the podcast. Uh, Today we're talking about uh, Culture Kings, uh, more specifically culture relating to the recruitment of a potential team member and then what our culture needs to be in order to retain them long term. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, time and time again, we hear um, uh, not only our clients, but uh, you know, people that uh, that we talk to uh, in our free Facebook group, your profitable auto repair shop, about the challenges they have, you know, recruiting good mechanics, good team members, good talent, and then also the frustration that uh, that they feel and that they share when uh, uh, you know when team members leave to go somewhere else. And, uh, you know, we get how disappointing that can be. We get how, um, uh, you know, it never seems to happen at a good time. And we understand, you know, the problems that that presents for an auto repair shop owner um, because, uh, you know, you've got the same amount of work that needs to be done, but, uh, you know, maybe one, two or three less hands or three pairs of hands, you know, available to do that work. So it's a real challenge. So if we're thinking about closing the gap on uh, those short hands and uh, we're going to hire some new technicians what are the things that we need to be thinking about in terms of our culture when we write a job ad for instance yeah absolutely cool um well uh, i mean there's the old adage that uh you know price is what we pay value is what we get uh, it's the same thing right uh, it works the other way which is uh, you know people are always free uh to leave a workplace to go and pursue other opportunities most often we hear about that being you know of a financial nature you know they're pursuing for more money so we can't stop people moving but there's a lot of work that we can do that makes it much harder for someone to want to leave if we've done the work to create a really enjoyable positive secure environment and that's what we're going to talk about on uh, on this uh, this podcast today okay so what do we need to do what are our steps we first of all need to understand there's uh, you know there's five things we need to be aware of the first one of course is that the one thing that every auto repair shop owner wants is to have a loyal team you know they want to have people that not only perform quality work but they're quality individuals and uh, you know they're going to demonstrate uh, you know, a, a level of loyalty, i.e. they're going to hang around for a really long time. Obviously, you know, having a tight-knit, stable team means, you know, we get to know 
the people we work with. We really get to like the people that we work with and we really learn to trust the people that we work with. And that's the greatest challenge, uh, you know, when we see people who are not loyal or, or come in and go out really quite quickly is that it really erodes the trust that you need within a team uh, for them to perform to their absolute maximum capacity. Now, the second thing we need to be aware of is, well, it's all fine and good to talk about wanting people to demonstrate loyalty uh, or to have a loyal team. But it's understood that you know, that is a function of their commitment over time, right? So before we can consider a person to be loyal, well, they need to commit to your workshop, you know, your own business. And if they demonstrate enough commitment, i.e. if they hang around over an extended period of time, you know, we're talking years, in some cases it might be decades, well, that's what's going to lead to us to describing them as being a loyal team member, right? But if we think about the world of relationships, all right, the ultimate commitment that two people make to each other, whether that's a man and a woman, a man and a man, woman and woman in this uh, new age uh, world of acceptance, a union, a marriage of sorts is the ultimate commitment. But before any one person you know, makes that commitment or feels committed, they first need to feel engaged, right? The thing that happens before a marriage is an engagement. And engagement is an emotional response it's an emotional connection to a place you know to a person to a position so the first three things here right if we want a loyal team then we've got to find a way to have people commit to us over an extended period of time and the way to do that is that we need to create a sense of engagement for them in our workplace right we need to get to know them for more than the work we're paying them to do Got to get them to, to know about you know their interests outside of work. Got to learn a little bit about their family. Got to learn a little bit about their friends. Maybe the sports that they do or the you know the activities that they engage in outside of work. We need to get to know that person on a human level, an emotional level. And yet it doesn't end there. The thing that brings a sense of engagement, right, is the quality or the nature rather of the experience that that person has when they're working in your auto repair shop. Let's go back to the example of a marriage, right? A romantic union, right? You don't get engaged if you don't have positive experiences with your other half. But you're more likely to say yes to the question of becoming engaged if the experiences that you've had with this person are largely positive, right? Now, it's not all beer and Skittles, you know, rainbows and rose petals every day. We understand that, right? You and I know that on a personal level. We do. But a couple remains engaged, remains committed, remains loyal to each other by the very nature of enjoying more positive experiences together than negative experiences together. So we've got the first four things. We need to be aware of loyalty. We need to be aware of our commitment. We need to be aware of engagement. That's that emotional connection, the emotional response. And we need to be aware that that level of engagement is driven by the type of experience that that individual has in and around your workshop. Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally. So what's our number five? Well, number five is where the magic happens. Because we understand that, you know, if you think about early courtship, you know, when you're when you meet someone new, you know you like them, 
you start dating, you start going to other places, maybe, you know, you're, you're having dinner with friends, you're going out to the movies, you're starting to have holidays together, you're doing different things in different places. Essentially, you are having these experiences in different environments. And how do we know that an environment is different? I mean, if I was to say to you, well, how do you know that you're in Australia and not in New Zealand or America? It's really simple. Because what you see, hear, feel, taste and smell will be different. Our environment is created by sensory data, sensory information. It's what we see, what we hear, what we feel, what we taste and what we smell. So as the leader, the owner, the manager of your auto repair shop, the one thing, the most important thing that you need to be mindful of in order to not only attract, but retain quality mechanical talent is what does your team see from you? What does your team hear from you? And what does your team feel about you? Because if what they see, particularly under pressure and specifically when things go wrong, is a boss who loses their nut when things go wrong. If they hear a boss abusing them, belittling them, demeaning them, will create a feeling for them that they are not wanted. They will believe they're not enough. They'll believe they're not talented enough, not fast enough, not quick enough. And while some of that may be true at the time as part of their natural and normal technical development, if all your team ever hears is you raising your voice, you yelling at people, you throwing things, you are giving them the perfect reason to exit that environment at the very first chance they get. To not be aware of this, to not understand this, is to sabotage your own ability to hold on to good people. And you'll know you're falling into that trap because you'll hear yourself saying, oh man, it's so hard to find good people these days. Oh, no one's got any loyalty anymore. You need to step back from that and go, well, how have I created that environment? What responsibility do I have to this environment? And what part have I played in establishing that type of environment for my team? Now, for some listening, this will be a bit of pill to swallow, but attracting, retaining and developing outstanding teams, you know, just high quality team of automotive specialists. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it and they're not. But all too often, we externalize responsibility for doing this on reasons outside of us. It's because of what this person did or what this person did or what this competitor offered or what this competitor offered never looking internally and going, how did I contribute to this? Mm. All of what we're talking about doesn't guarantee people are going to stay because people are able to move of their own free will. That's what being a healthy, mature adult is all about. But you don't need to make it easy for them to leave. Mm. And it's like what we know about how difficult it is and costly it is to find a new customer. 
Uh, we know that it's cheaper to bring our regular customers back in than it is to buy a new one. It's the same with team. Every time we have to go and recruit, we can spend the equivalent of their annual salary or more by the time we have the the downtime, lost productivity from having lost that pair of hands, as well as recruitment costs, as well as uh, them being underproductive in their training period. All of that adds up and can be the equivalent of someone's salary. So if you can acknowledge these issues that you might have and curtail them, then you're also saving yourself the expense of... Uh, having to recruit again and lost productivity. Absolutely. And I was just going to share that exact uh, statistic that's been um, uh, you know, measured by a number of uh, large recruitment firms uh, right across the globe is that every time a person leaves your workshop, you're saying goodbye to a, you know, a year's worth of their salary. Mm. Again, it said lost time, lost productivity, the time it takes you to rehire, research, retrain. You know, the hidden cost to a business is in having a poor culture, poor environment, giving people a reason to go. So if you want to avoid that, you know, and that's money you don't see walking out the door. You just think it's a person leaving. But the, we might say the lag cost, the ongoing cost of a team member leaving is significant. If you have a team member leave, you know, one person leave per year over three years, you know, close to two, 300 grand. Mm. It's just left. And we know how many people are already struggling to establish, run and maintain profitable auto repair shops. Take a smoke out and review us on your Apple podcast app or wherever you listen. So I guess the key message is look within and have the hard, honest conversation with yourself in order to make changes uh, that were potentially your responsibility to your culture so that you can maintain the great people that you have uh, or the people that you're going to recruit in the future? 100%. I mean, number one is, is you look at yourself first, right? How do you show up under pressure? You know, when the shit hits the fan, how do you lead your team through that? You know, are you looking to, to blame others? Are you looking to vilify others? Are you making excuses for yourself or for others? Are you running a story that's you know, the opposite of what a good culture would be? Or do you show it like this? Are you solutions focused? Do you take 100% responsibility for the situation? And do you advocate choice for yourself, choice for your team, so that they get to decide how they develop in those moments that are essentially learning opportunities? That's what creates a great culture. That's what we need to be focused on doing. Super important information for every single auto repair shop owner listening to this episode of uh, Whispering Loudly to Hear. Dean Evans, thank you so much for this next installment of Performance Hub. Always a pleasure being on the podcast, Rach. And if you would like to take part in more discussion uh, or get more advice about your auto repair shop, then why don't you jump onto Facebook and search for Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop. That's our free Facebook group where there are thousands of other auto repair shop owners from Australia, New Zealand, the USA and around the world who every day are having conversations about what is going on in their shop and asking for and receiving advice to help their business grow. Thanks for listening and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast. 
as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket, thanks to titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor Podium. 